What's up, Boom Team? Welcome back to the podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. I'm pretty excited to bring you guys this episode today. This is the first uh, mini-episode that I'm going to do. It shouldn't be too, too long. Um, I'm hoping like 15, 20 minutes long. Um, I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, I hope you guys are excited for Week 2 to come up. I know, I, sh- I sure know I am. Um, and yeah, we're just going to hop right into it today. I'm going to be doing my picks and also my power rankings for this week. Um, and our Thursday night game, uh, we got Washington uh, against the Giants. Uh, I'm excited for this one because I think it's going to be a good defensive battle. I like to I like defense, um, especially with Ryan Fitzpatrick being hurt and Daniel Jones just not really being the greatest quarterback in the world, um, especially against the Washington defense. I think it's going to be a really tough game for him. Um, I'll, I'm excited to see how Taylor Heineke does because the Giants have a pretty decent defense. They're just their offense is not. Um, not a good compliment to them. Uh, it's just a very one-sided team, I see. But um, I'm excited to see how Taylor Heineke does after a week of preparation and how he actually um, responds to that rather than just being thrown at a game after, you know, an injury. Um, so I got Washington winning this game. I just don't have a ton of faith in Daniel Jones against the Washington defense. I don't think they're going to be able to score very many points. Uh, Saquon was slow in his return. Um, he didn't really have that much of an impact on the game, I thought. Um, and we'll see, uh, what they, what they, what happens. Um, but right now I have Washington winning, um, just cause their defense is so much better. And if the Washington offense doesn't get going, um, you know, they have good weapons like Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson, uh, who's a great running back and Terry McLaurin's a solid receiver. He's a, he's a good safety valve, but he's also a deep threat at the same time. Um, so I think he'll, you know, be a good go-to guy for Taylor Heineke and Antonio Gibson. He just, he produces, he's a workhorse, which I like. So I think if they can, you know, keep Terry McLaurin working and they can keep Taylor Heineke from turning over the ball. Um, I think with those three guys, I think they'll be perfectly fine. Um, Logan Thomas isn't a bad, uh, a bad player either. He'll be a good tight end, uh, safety valve for, uh, Taylor Heineke just in case, you know, something happens and he feels some pressure. Um, you know, Logan Thomas will probably be there. That's usually how it works. Um, so I got more faith in Washington than the Giants in this game, but this is a divisional matchup, and we all know that divisional matchups are way different um, than just regular games. Divisional matchups have some crazy teams um, winning against, you know, Titans, like uh, not the Titans in the NFL, but I'm talking like, you know, we could see the Raiders beat the Chiefs, um, which after Monday night's performance wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world, but... You know, divisional games have a different as, uh, atmosphere to them. And, you know, you just see some teams like the Jets uh, beat, you know, the Pats with Brady and stuff like that, that kind of thing. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see how this one goes because divisional games are usually more fun. But I got Washington uh, in this game. Uh, moving on to Sunday, um, my first game that I'm picking is uh, the Patriots and the Jets. Um, this one was a little hard for me to pick, um, mainly because I do I'm I'm a not a believer I would say in the Jets this year, but I'm excited to see um, how they progress. I want to see how Zach Wilson progresses, um, and the Jets have a solid defense, uh, headlined by Shaq Lawson, C.J. Mosley, uh, Christian Watkins, uh, Wilkins. Or, yeah, it's Watkins. Sorry. Um, and I'm excited to see how they go, how they do. Um, the defense is solid. Um, the offensive weapons are there. Um, now they just need to have that offensive line protect uh, Zach Wilson so that they can actually move the ball down the field. Um, 
and the Patriots are a very solid team. They have Mac Jones didn't make any big mistakes um, in this game or uh, in his game last week against the Dolphins. I was a little worried about him from the get go because uh, like one of his first plays that he held on to the ball um, and was getting ready for a pass, he got sacked and uh, and fumbled it. Um, so I was worried about Mac Jones, but he picked it up throughout the game against the Dolphins um, and he took care of the ball, made some great throws, didn't really, you know, make too many uh, crazy decisions. He wasn't, you know, throwing the ball out of the field. His completion percentage was perfectly fine. Um, so I think the Patriots have a have a good quarterback in Mac Jones, which I don't think anybody doubts. Um, but I think where they're going to – I have the Pats winning this game, by the way. I should say that the Patriots are going to beat the Jets. Um, but I think where the Patriots have the edge is I think they have a just a little bit better defense, especially when it comes to um, pass coverage. And then um, I also think they have a better running game. I think Damian Harris is, um, like I said yesterday, uh, a solid running back. I think he's going to do a great job, um, as he does every week. And I think he's going to be the deciding factor, as well as the passing defense in this one. Um, but I wouldn't expect it to be like super close, like the Patriots and the Dolphins were. But I could see this one being within like a touchdown or maybe 10 points. Uh, next up, I got the Broncos winning against the Jaguars. Um, the Broncos showed, uh, they showed guts last week and they went for it on fourth down. Like I said, uh, three times and they converted three times. Uh, Teddy two gloves, Teddy Bridgewater, um, had a good performance. He was solid. He didn't, you know, make any huge mistakes, uh, kind of like Mac Jones did, uh, like I was just talking about. And I, he's just, I've always liked Teddy Bridgewater cause he's a safe quarterback. He doesn't really have those games where he's throwing three interceptions. And if he does, at least not often. Um, so I really like Teddy Bridgewater. Melvin Gordon looked really good. Um, I think he had the fastest, um, I think it was the fastest runs this week, uh, according to Next Gen Stats. Let me just check that out again. Um, but he was he was phenomenal uh, for the for for the Broncos, and I'm just really excited to see how he does because uh, Melvin Gordon, when he's on, he's on, and he's really good. Um, so I hope that he stays that way and he continues to uh, to progress and get better because you know, like I said last week or. Uh, yesterday with when he was with the Chargers he was a force to be reckoned with and he had these kind of slow like the past two or three years but if he can pick that back up um, with the Broncos passing game and uh, if he can make a solid running game for them the Broncos could definitely um, be a wild card team because they have one of the best defenses in the game um, and I think this is going to be an easy win over the Jaguars because the Jags are still figuring themselves out Trevor Lawrence had a subpar game against the Texans but um, the Jags, I think, do have a quarterback that they can build off of now. Um, it's, he's not just some no-name that they had to sign. Um, he's a, a first-round pick. He's a winner. He's a known winner um, throughout college and high school and just his whole NFL career. And he's a he's a good quarterback. His, his accuracy is a little iffy, but I think with time he'll get better, and I think if the Jags can just build off of him, I think they'll be fine in the coming years. But for this week, I got the Broncos beating him. Uh, next up is another divisional game. It's uh, the Bills versus the Dolphins. Um, I got the Bills winning this one, but not by much. Um, I still think the Bills are one of the powerhouses of the AFC. Um, their you know, their defense is really good. Their pass coverage is awesome. Tra- um, Tredavious White uh, did a great job against the Steelers. He had, from what I noticed, like one 
uh, big play get given up by Chase Claypool, which it wasn't even Tredavious White played the play perfectly. Claypool just made a phenomenal catch, and you know sometimes you can play it perfectly, but you just it's just not happening, and that's just that's just the reality of the situation. Um, so their defense played great against the Steelers. I thought, um, like I said yesterday, they just had some unlucky um, plays against the Steelers. But you know the Bills are probably gonna you know, address their special teams a little bit, you know, try and protect the kicker a little more so they don't give up punt touchdowns like they did. But I think they're just going to kind of take that one on the chest and keep going. Um, and I got them winning against the Dolphins just because I see them uh, as a little bit ahead on offense. Um, I was really impressed with Tua's uh, performance against the Patriots because, like I said, the Patriots have a solid pass defense, and I thought Tua did a good job of taking care of the ball. He had one interception, but it wasn't it wasn't like a crazy throw. It was just solid uh, defense by the Patriots. Miles um, Gaskin had a good day um, at running back, and uh, I think they'll continue to progress, kind of like uh, kind of like the the, the Broncos. Um, the Dolphins have a good offense and they have good weapons. They just need to get better and better, um, and I think Tua will do that. He seems like a, a good. He seems like he has a bright future with the Dolphins, and uh, I'm excited to see where he goes. But I think the Bills are just that much ahead, and I think they're a little bit, um, I think they're a little bit more ready for the big games than the Dolphins are right now. So that's why I think they're going to win. Uh, next up, I got the Eagles and the 49ers. I'm taking the Eagles on this one. Um, I expressed yesterday that I have, you know, a lot of hope for the Eagles this year. I love their offense. Um, the defense is a little eh, but uh, I think the offense could. I think they're going to be in a lot of shootout games this year, but I think the offense is going to be able to win those games. Um, the only thing is that the 49ers defense is very solid. Their pass rush is, is pretty good. Um, and, you know, their pass coverage as well um, in the middle, especially with Fred Warner out there, um, is going to be something to dissect and uh, really something to that's going to be difficult for them to uh, basically – operate around I couldn't find the word um but I think the Eagles offense is dynamic enough I think Jalen Hurts is um good enough I think he's uh, athletic enough and I think he's smart enough um to where he's going to be able to navigate his way around the 49ers I could see this being a really close game um I would see Nick Bosa being an issue for Jalen Hurts a little bit I would give Nick Bosa probably a sit there I was gonna say six sacks I meant uh two sacks in this game um but other than that, I think the Eagles are going to be able to uh, to put the Niners away. Um, I want to see how Jimmy G does um, against a team that I think is in within probably the top 20 um, of teams, uh, rather than the Lions, who I don't think are you know higher than 32. <laughs> um, but we'll get to the power rankings in a little bit. Um, but I want to see how Jimmy G does um, if he you know has the same throwing ability and the same decision making as he did against the Lions. Then this game could go the other way. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Eagles were able to pull this one out. Uh, next up, I got the Rams versus the Colts. Uh, I'm taking the Rams in this one. I think the Rams are just one of the most complete teams in the NFL right now. Um, other than some injuries at running back, they still have a solid running back committee. Um, and Matt Stafford looked awesome against uh, the the Bears on Sunday night. He just looked so good. Um, you had never seen Matt Stafford, you know, look so happy with it with a game and with a team. Um, which was happy for I was happy to see because he had been you know suffering in Detroit for so long, but he was so loyal to them um, for so long that he uh, he deserved to uh, get out of there and go with a team that could you know play to his level. Um, 
And I think he's going to be very satisfied with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup um, and how they play and how he can and how they can get open. And I think he'll be just fine. And Van Jefferson, we just saw on Sunday night, um, it can be a solid receiver. We'll see um, as his career progresses. But the Rams offense looks really good. And the defense for the Rams has been solid for the past maybe two, three years now. Um, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, that's all you need to know, like right there, period. And you've already got problems. Um, and the Colts just, they're starting to get hit with that injury bug. Um, I'm not that much of a believer in Carson Wentz. Um, I took a chance on them last week and they bit me right in the ass. Um, so I'm probably not going to be doing that for a while now until they start to, uh, prove that they can put points on the board and they can stop some decent offenses. And we'll see this week if they can do that. Um, next up I have the Steelers versus the Raiders. Uh, I got the Steelers in this one. Just because the Raiders had a phenomenal game against the, the Ravens, um, Derek Carr played really well um, when it mattered most in the fourth quarter and the uh, and overtime. Uh, but I think the Steelers' defense might give them a little bit more trouble. And I think the big story with the Steelers this year, um, kind of like last year, is that the defense is going to bail them out a lot. Um, they're gonna the Raiders are going to have a really hard time, I think, on offense um, with the Steelers' defense. Um, and I don't think they have the defense to match an offense like the Steelers, which I don't think the Steelers' offense is that great. Um, but I think Ben Roethlisberger is seasoned enough to where you know he can compete against the defense like the Raiders have. Um, the only thing the Steelers, I think, really need to worry about on defense that's like a big thing is uh, not letting Max Crosby uh, rip them apart just like he did the Ravens. But yeah, I got the Steelers winning this one. Uh, next up, it's the Bears and the Bengals. I had a hard time picking this one because I think this depends on whether or not Justin Fields is on the, on the field more. Um, I have the Bears winning this one. I have the Bears winning. But that's only if Justin Fields can get on the field. I think the Bears are overthinking themselves. I think they're you know trying to keep the veteran guy on the field and you know not uh, not you know, get Justin Fields hurt because their offensive line is a little crumbly right now. You know, they're not the best. So they're trying to keep Justin Fields from getting hurt, kind of like Joe Burrow did last year. Um, but I think the Bears just have to take their chances. I think, you know, you drafted him early in the draft. You drafted Justin Jefferson for a reason. Use him. Um, I think if they lose this game, then, you know, people are going to be really calling for Andy Dalton's job and Matt Nagy's job. Uh, and, put Justin Jefferson in there. And I don't really think it's so much that it's Andy Dalton's fault. Like he's, you know, just, he's playing, you know, he's, he's just trying to get on the field. He's trying to, you know, win games. Um, but I just don't think he's, he's good enough anymore. Um, and I think Justin Jefferson's better. I think he's that refreshing, um, like breath of fresh air that the bears need on offense. Um, and I think the bears just need to put him in there, especially if they want to win games this year. Um, but that's just, that's just not the case. Um, I only put the bears winning this game over the Bengals. Um, because I think the Bears' uh, defensive line will give the Bengals' offense a little bit of a hard time. But just like I said last season, the Bengals' offense is so, you know, weaponized. It's so good um, that, you know, they could get plays off like that, like super quick, and um, that might give the Bears a hard time. But I'm hoping that Matt Nagy will put in Justin Jefferson in this game. He'll sub out Andy Dalton, and then he will. Uh, the Bears will run off with it. So that this is kind of like my, uh, I would say like my upset maybe. I don't know. Like this is a game that I'm really, uh, I'm really banking on that something will happen um, with the roster. Like Matt Nagy finally being like, all right, fuck it, we'll put in Justin Jefferson. 
Um, if I'm wrong, I'm not going to be that surprised. Um, but that's what I'm really hoping for because I want to see Justin Jefferson against real starting defenses, again, you know, like in real time, not preseason, like real time NFL games. I want to see how he does. But so Browns over Bengals, not going to be surprised if it's Bengals over Browns, though. Or, I mean, uh, sorry, Bears over Bengals. <laughs> uh, the reason I'm saying Browns is because that's our next game. Uh, the Browns I got against the Texans. Um, I'm going to take them over the Texans. Uh, the Texans had a great showing against the Jaguars, um, better than what I thought they were going to do, but I don't think that they're going to do that well against this Browns defense. The Browns defense punishes you, especially their defensive line. I think Miles Garrett's going to have at least two sacks on Tyrod Taylor. That's if Tyler Taylor doesn't get away, though. Tyler Taylor is a very elusive quarterback. But I think the Browns have a uh, had a tough loss last week against the Chiefs, but I think they held their head high, or they should held, hold their heads high because they played so well. Um, and I think they're going to beat up on the Texans, get a little bit of their confidence back, and then go right into week three, um, you know, feeling pretty good about themselves. Uh, next up is the Saints versus the Panthers. I like this matchup um, because the Panthers, yes, they played the Jets last week, um, and the Jets aren't great, um, but the Panthers showed a lot of really good teamwork. Their defense was really, was really, really solid last week. Um, Shaq Thompson had a great game. Um, Sam Darnold played well. Um, him and Robbie Anderson had a good connection. And I was excited to see how, I was happy to see how they played. Um, they just, they played really well. They played as a team, and I like that. Um, but the Saints right now, with the performance that they had against the Packers, um, it kind of makes me wonder how high their ceiling is. Um, I'm not saying that it's not high. Like, I want to see how high they can go. And if they can beat up on the Panthers like they did against the Packers, then they're going to be a team to be, uh, like, reckoned with this year. Um, just based off of last week's performances, I'm going to take the Saints over the Panthers, but um, I'm hoping that it's a close one because I do really like this Panthers team, and I want to see them progress and get better as the years go on or as the, the season goes on. Next up, I got the Cardinals and the Vikings. Um, this was an easier pick for me. Um, I got the Cardinals winning against the Vikings. I think the Cardinals, like I said yesterday, are going to, you know, they're on that early season high where they are just on top of the world on offense and defense uh, headlined by Buda Baker and Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt, um, that they're, they're really good defense. They're solid. They're going to they're gonna pressure Kirk Cousins, and I don't think Kirk Cousins does well under pressure. <laughs> um the only thing that I could see really killing them is if Dalvin Cook can get the ball. Because um, like I said yesterday, the Vikings, the big things with them were they had late game mistakes and penalties. If they can uh, shorten those down and not, you know, give themselves, uh, you know, second and 15, third and 10, those kind of situations, then this might be a little different. But I think the Cardinals offense is dynamic enough to where it can beat the Vikings defense. And um, I think the Vikings offense will have just a little bit of a harder time um, running on the Cardinals, but um, we'll see. I like this Cardinals team against the Vikings, so it's a good matchup. Uh, next up is the Buccaneers and the Falcons. Um, I think the Bucks are just too talented for this Falcons team. Um, the big thing that I'm looking for in this game is Kyle Pitts and uh, Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage to have more production in this game. Uh, the Falcons did not look good uh, against the Eagles. Uh, like I said yesterday, Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley combined for nine catches in 80 yards, which combined um, with the hype that Kyle Pitts has got and the athleticism and the size that he's got, he should be getting nine catches for 80 yards himself. And Calvin Ridley being one of the elite route runners in the game um, should be getting way more than that. Um, so that's what I'm looking for in this game is the Falcons offense to start producing more, um, be better than what they were against the Eagles. You know, sometimes you have those hard season openers and you just get your ass kicked and you just got to keep going. Um, 
and that's what I'm looking for the Falcons to do. Um, the Buccaneers, they're the reigning champs. They're, they defended their, their you know, winning ways uh, against Dallas in week one, um, and I think they're going to keep rolling over a team like the Falcons because I just don't think they're um, at the Buccaneers level right now. But the Falcons, I'm looking for more uh, uh, morale wins and you know, kind of uh, confidence-building wins in this one because I don't think a lot of people are going to be picking the Falcons to beat the Bucs. Um, but yeah, I think the Falcons are going to be looking more internally in this game and be like, well, can we, you know, this, we have this off, awesome offense built up. Can we do something with it? But yeah, Bucks over Falcons. Uh, next I have the Titans and the Seahawks. Um, I'm looking for the Titans to bounce back in this one. Um, Seattle, just like Arizona uh, in Arizona is an awesome team in the beginning of the season. You know, they fire on all cylinders the whole time. Um, but the Titans, I'm looking for them to bounce back, uh, really find themselves and, uh, you know, kind of not an upset win, but, you know, get a good win against Seattle. Anytime you can get a win against Seattle, especially if they're coached by Pete Carroll or if Russell Wilson's on the field, it's a good win. And I'm looking for the Titans to get that good win this week and bounce back and uh, have a little bit better of a performance than they did against Arizona last week. Uh, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks, um, I'm looking for this offense to keep you know, firing on all cylinders and just be as good as they were. Um, I think their defense is going to be a little detrimental, and I think this will be a close one. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to come down to who has the better defense, and I think that's the Titans. Um, next up is Dallas and the Chargers. This one is a really hard uh, game to pick for me because Dallas is notorious for having, um, especially the last couple of years, not a great defense, um, just like Seattle. Or the Chargers, you know, the Chargers and Dallas are uh, pretty evenly matched in this one. Both have really dynamic offenses. Both have quarterbacks who can pretty much make it to anybody. And um, when Ezekiel Elliott is playing well, <laughs> um, I think this is where the Chargers haven't beat too, is um, that they have a consistent running back. Um, Ezekiel Elliott had showed a little bit better of um, like more speed and, uh, you know, hitting the hole a little bit harder. Um, than he did last year against the Buccaneers. Um, but Austin Eckler, I think, had the better game last week. Um, the only thing that uh, decides this for me, just like most of the games that I've been choosing this week, is I think Dallas just has that little bit better of a defense. Um, we'll see, though. I think this is going to be a shootout game. Um, I'm excited to see who you know pulls it off. But I got Dallas over the Chargers. But honestly, with these teams being so evenly matched, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers pulled it off. Uh, next up and the final game for the Sunday games is the Chiefs versus the Ravens Sunday night, uh, I believe. Um, Chiefs versus the Ravens. I'm taking the Chiefs basically because every time these two teams meet, Patrick Mahomes just balls out. Um, he balls out most of every game that he plays, but Lamar Jackson is notorious for the past couple times that these teams have met to not play well. Um, I don't know what it is about the Chiefs, but Lamar Jackson just doesn't play well. Um, Especially last season, everybody just hyped this game up like crazy. They were like, oh, this is, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, you know, reigning MVP versus Super Bowl MVP. Um, you know, and they were really excited. And then the Chiefs just wiped the floor of the Ravens. Um, I'm hoping for the Ravens to, you know, kind of be pissed off about the Raiders game and, you know, bounce back and maybe get a, a quick win against the Chiefs. But I think right now with just how history has shown itself, I think the Chiefs are going to win this one against the Ravens. Um, but I'm hoping this is a this is a good one in a close game. Uh, in Monday Night Football, we got the Packers and the Lions. Um, divisional game. Uh, I don't expect the Packers to not win this game. 
I know they had a horrendous performance against the Saints uh, this past week, um, but I think the Lions are just a worse team, and I think the Packers are going to bounce back and have a better game. Um, like I said la- or yesterday, that the Packers have these games throughout the season, especially early in the season, where they just are shitty, just like they did against the Bucks last year, and they did it with the Saints this year. Um, so I'm expect, especially in a divisional matchup, I'm expecting them to wipe the floor with the lions and, uh, finally let the, uh, NFC North have a fucking win because <laughs> right now that whole division is winless. Um, but we'll see. I'm expecting Aaron Rodgers to ball out against his team. Um, if there isn't, then there's going to be some questions going around, um, like there already are, you know, is Aaron Rodgers um, purposely not playing well because this is his last season with the Packers just to spite the Packers. I think this is a ridiculous accusation or not even accusation, but like a ridiculous conspiracy. Um, but we'll see, you know, if he, if he starts throwing, you know, two, three interceptions like he did last week against the saints, then there's some questions to be asked, but I'm expecting the Packers, um, just based off of pure talent to beat the, beat the lions. Um, we're going to go into our next segment uh, in our very last segment of the day. Um, it is the power rankings, uh, just based off of what I uh, what I think. Uh, I'm trying not to like copy any you know of the big you know networks, uh, but I think this is a good way to um, kind of weigh teams against each other um, and how I think that you know every everybody's sitting right now. And you might not agree with these, um, especially if you, you know, I put your team maybe too low or you put like a, a, I put a team that you don't like too high. Um, but this is just my personal power ranking opinion. Uh, number one, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's not a whole lot of, um, not a whole lot of like shock factor here. Um, they're, they're defending champs. Um, they're still winning. Uh, it was a close game against Dallas, but you know, some people would say, oh, the Chiefs are probably the better team, but the Chiefs had, you know, a close game against um, against uh, the Cleveland where they almost lost just like the Bucks did. Um, and it came down to, you know, just one last drive. Um, so I'm, I think the Chiefs and the Bucks, I have them as number one and two. I have the Bucks at number one just being the defending champs right now. But uh, these two are neck and neck for sure. Um, and like I said, Chiefs at number two. I have the Rams at number three. I think they're just one of the most complete teams in the NFL. Um, it was hard not to put them within the top three or four. Um, next up, which is a little shocking, um, I have the Steelers. Um, I think the Steelers' defense is just probably the best in the NFL right now. Um, and the offense has potential. They just need to figure themselves out. Um, but with the win against a team like the Bills, um, that shows that they can get it done. You know, It's a very Steelers-fashioned uh, win. Um, and I think that they're, they're definitely up in the top five. Um, next up, I have the bills just based off of pure roster, um, and how the, you know, they can play well. The bills are a great team. Um, and we know that, um, just because they lost against a team like the Steelers does not mean that they're not uh, worthy of being like a top five team. Um, next up based off of, uh, pure performance and how well they did against a team that, you know, no matter what. Uh, you say, uh, like when it comes to, you know, off the field stuff, the Packers are a great team and I have the saints at number six. Um, they absolutely wipe the floor with the Packers and I don't see them, you know, being outside the top seven or eight, um, anytime soon. And I just, I love the way they played. Uh, next up, I got the Cardinals at number seven. Um, the Cardinals had a great, um, dynamic team win. Uh, the offense firing in all cylinders defense was absolutely phenomenal. Um, they were just so good. So I had them at number seven, uh, the Browns at number eight, the Browns roster is probably one in the, one of the best in the NFL when it comes to just total talent. Um, they had really good performance against the chiefs. It was unfortunate the way it ended. Um, but they had a really good showing, which I think, uh, deserves them to be in the top, uh, eight teams. 
Number nine, I have the Seahawks. The Seahawks are just one of those teams that is very consistent and is a, is a great win if you can get it against them, but it's not surprising if you lose because they're just that good. Um, I really like the Seahawks, and I hope that they keep it going. Number 10, I have the Ravens. Um, the Ravens, uh, I put them above and pretty high in the top 10 just because, or not above, but like in the top 10 because they are a good team. They're a good roster. Um, I think they just had a super hiccup um, on Monday night, and I think that they'll bounce back. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I have them in the top 10 just because they are so good. They're so talented, um, and I think they just had a really bad game against the, the Raiders. Next, uh, number 11, I have the Packers. They could drop drastically. I had the Packers at number three personally um, last week, and they just dropped. Um, I think, like I said, that they should bounce back. They should have a great performance against the Lions this week, um, which probably won't bump them up too far if they win, but they should be up there, and I wouldn't be surprised if they start climbing back up the power rankings, um, especially having the reigning MVP at quarterback. But if they keep it up the way that they're playing right now, they might be down there pretty far. Number 12, I have the 49ers. Um, I think the 49ers are one of the more complete teams in the NFL right now. If you have a great defense with defensive stars and an offense that can get the job done, you know, there's not mer- there's not a, not very much else that you can ask for. Um, number 13, I have the Chargers. Um, I think the Chargers are have one of the best offenses in the NFL, and they had a great win against uh, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Um, with the Washington football team, so I think that uh, deserves them to be in the top 15. And to finish off the top 15 in the NFL, I have the Eagles. Um, even though they played a, not a great team like the Falcons, I thought the Eagles' offense was absolutely phenomenal. I thought Jalen Hurts had a great week one, um, and they definitely deserve to be in the top you know, upper half of the NFL um, just based off of their great performance. Uh, next up, I have Dallas at number 16. Even though they, uh, they lost um, against the Bucks, I thought that they played really well. I thought they improved a ton um, compared to last year, especially on defense. You know, against uh, an offense like the Tampa Bay Bucks, they had a really solid game. Giving up 31 points um, to a team like the Bucks is not, um, not like a crazy thing to do. Um, obviously, you don't want to give up that many points, but that was... Uh, I thought the Dallas Cowboys had a great performance, and they uh, they played a lot better than they did uh, in previous seasons. Seventeen, I have the Raiders. The Raiders had you know an awesome win um, in their new stadium uh, with fans. Uh, I hope they keep it up. Uh, they had a really promising offense, and Derek Carr, like I said, he balled out. He had um, some some mistakes. He didn't play great all the time, but he had a great great game um, in the end. And they had the game winning uh, the game winning pass to Zay Jones. Um, and I hope they keep it up, but I do love this Raiders team. They're awesome, and I think they deserve the, the 17 spot. Number 18, I have the Patriots. Um, the Patriots, uh, pretty solid, I would say, pretty solid. I feel like, you know, spots like 17 to maybe maybe like 20 are just teams that are solid teams, even if they, you know, they're, this is where we start to get to the teams that lost through this week. Um, but these teams are pretty good. Um, they just have to string some some pieces together, and I think they can start pulling off the wins, and I think that's what the Patriots are. They just need to figure themselves out a little bit more, and I think that they'll get a good couple, three or four wins in a row, and they'll be just fine. Uh, number 19, I have the Titans. Um, I think the Titans just met the wrong team at the wrong time um, against Arizona, and I think they'll bounce right back this week, and I think they'll be just fine. Uh, they have a solid roster, great defense. Offense is has superstars written all over it, and I think they'll be great. 
Number 20, I have the Broncos. The Broncos are just one of those teams that, you know, doesn't have a ton of superstars on their roster, but they just have all good players. And I think number 20 is a solid spot for them. Um, I could see them winning probably eight to nine games this year um, if they play well and getting into that wild card, like I said. Um, I'm excited to see how they climb or if they drop this year. Uh, the Colts I have at 21. Um, I wanted to put them a little lower, but I thought, you know, they played against Seattle. We'll see how they do next week. Um, and I think 21 is a solid sitting spot for them. Um, number 22, I have the Bengals. Um, I think the Bengals are a really good offense and a subpar defense. Um, but I think, you know, if Jamar Chase can keep it up, uh, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, you know, you could just keep going on and on and on with this offense. And I think that that's where, uh, that's where they're going to shine a lot. And I think that's, uh, that offense is going to carry them. And I think number 22, even though it's a little lower, um, is not a bad spot for them at all. Uh, number 23, have the Washington football team. I wanted to put them higher, but, you know, with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick being hurt and not really knowing what Taylor Heineke is like, um, I want to see him uh, have a better performance this week, um, and we'll see. Uh, but I think 23 is a fine spot for one of the best defenses in the NFL. Uh, number 24, have the Panthers. Like I said, I love this Panthers team. I think they have a solid roster and a solid offense. Um, I just want to see them win against teams that are better than the Jets, and they'll probably climb up this list pretty quickly. Number 25, I have the Vikings. Um, I'm not a big fan of Kirk Cousins, never have been. Um, and I think the Vikings could be good, um, but they just have to clean up their mistakes. Number 26, I have the Bears. Um, I wanted to put the Bears dead last in the NFL. The Bears pissed me off this year, um, especially Matt Nagy. Um, I've said it again and again. Um, I put the Bears just because they do have a pretty good offense. David Montgomery's uh, pretty solid. Allen Robinson is great. He's just being held back by play calling. Dar Darnell Mooney's, you know, a great receiver. Um, I think they just need that guy at QB to get the job done. Um, but I'm putting the Bears this low just because they have the good roster, but just not the right players in the right spots. Um, number 27, I have the Jets. Um, I, put, I think the Jets were a little high on this list, um, but, you know, these last, uh, what, six teams, it's kind of hard to delegate them, um, but I think the Jets were the best team out of this pack um, just because the defense, they have probably one of the better defenses um, that com and one of the better offenses that complements their defense on this list. Um, I like Zach Wilson. I liked his, his toughness. I liked his ability to play, and I think he'll be fine. Um, he just needs to progress more throughout his season. Uh, 28 to have the Giants um, purely because of their defense um, I've told you earlier I don't like Daniel Jones I think he's a bad quarterback um, and we'll see what he does what happens but uh, the Giants defense uh, is what's going to carry them this year I think um, unless Saquon can turn it back on but uh, yeah Giants 28 29 I have the Texans uh, Texans I thought most people would think were a little low because they did beat the Jags in pretty good fashion but the Texans are not great that's the thing, though, is they beat a shitty team. Um, so I want to see them, just kind of like the Panthers, is I want to see them win against better teams, and they'll probably climb up this list. I do like Tyrod Taylor. Um, I think he's going to get the job done. I think he is a solid uh, backup for Deshaun Watson, who I hope never sees the NFL again. Um, but, you know, Mark Ingram, David, Mon or, uh, David Johnson are fine running backs, and I think they could uh, rattle off probably five, six wins this year. Number 30, I have the Falcons. Um, the Falcons just had a poor performance against the Eagles, um, and I had to put them so low because the defense isn't great. The offense didn't click. Um, I don't see how they could go any higher. Um, 31, I have the Lions. The Lions are just not good. Um, Jared Goff is probably the only bright spot, and he's not even consistent. 
Um, so that's why I put them so low. And then number 32 is the Jaguars. I don't think anybody expected anybody else to be down there. Um, they're just not that great. And um, I hope they figure it out. But, uh, yeah, I just don't think the Jaguars are going to be able to um, climb any higher in the next coming weeks unless Trevor Lawrence starts to figure this out, the whole NFL thing out. And, um, you know, the Jags can pull off a couple of wins, but I think it's going to be a tough season for them once again. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Boom Team Podcast. I really enjoy um, seeing, you know, all the all the plays go up. Um, it shows me the number of people listening to the podcast. It really, you know, brightens my day. Um, I love doing this. I thank you guys so much for tuning in every single episode. Um, I'll probably see you guys on Tuesday of next week to recap the rest of this week um, of what happened in week two. Um, and then next Wednesday, I'm trying to keep a schedule of Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, you know, the big recap day, and then Wednesday is the power rankings and uh, predictions day. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you guys on the flip side.